0: What's up world? Welcome back to another episode of just grow at the podcast. I'm your host big city gardener. And today we are talking about houseplants. Yep, I know a lot of people don't know me for houseplants, but that's fine. I mean, once you start gardening and growing things, it's really only a matter of time before you bring the your love for gardening into your home. And that's exactly what we're going to do with these houseplants. So in this episode, we're going to talk about five easy house plants for beginners, regardless of your growing knowledge, regardless of your space or lack of outdoor space. We can all get started with these five plants. Now, these plants made the list because one, they don't necessarily require as much attention as other plants. So that makes them great for beginners and also great for apartment dwellers Two. These plants made the list because they don't necessarily need as much water as some other plants. And I think that's important for beginners because, you know, watering is something that can easily slip your mind when you first get into the plant game. And finally, the plants made this list. Well, just because of my experience, I know that they are very forgiving and therefore they're great for beginners. All right. So the first plant that we have on our list is the snake plant. Now, what I love about the snake plant is that they can grow extremely tall. I mean, tall for houseplants. Okay, I've seen some snake plants get up to almost two feet long. I think if you pot them in the right size pot, they can add a beautiful element to your houseplant lineup. Now, a snake plant is a member of the succulent family. So you want to make sure that you plant it in loose soil that drains easily. Now, like I mentioned, this snake plant in particular, since it is in the succulent family, it does not want to be overwatered. As a matter of fact, I know from experience and you will also know that you can leave a snake plant for weeks. You cannot water it. Basically, forget about it for weeks and it will still be perfectly happy. Now, as far as lighting for these plants, you can place snake plants in an area that receives moderate or even low light and they will be perfectly happy. Or you can place these plants in a bright room but you want to make sure that they are in indirect sunlight. You don't want the sun beating down on these plants. One thing I love about the snake plants is that they're extremely easy to propagate and to share some cuttings with your friends. The second plant on our list is the spider plant. Again, like the snake plant, if you love to propagate plants, then this spider plant is definitely for you. I think spider plants look great in hanging baskets. They also look great in really any sort of setting that you have, any sort of pots that you have. If you have an area where you want some sort of foliage or plants draping down and growing down over the sides to hang, well, a spider plant could work well for that. Now, spider plants require a little bit more water than the succulents and the snake plants, but be careful not to overdo it with most house plants they do extremely well if you let the soil dry completely dry in between your waterings so how we mentioned the snake plant you can get away without watering it for a few weeks i would say you could probably go at least i mean of course this depends on the size of a container But you could easily go a week to a week and a half in between the waterings of your spider plant. Now, spider plants love rooms with bright light. But remember, a lot of these plants do not want direct sunlight. So if your kitchen is bright or if you have an office space that uh, receives a lot of light, then a spider plant is probably for you. Now, these things can thrive in all different temperatures. So it doesn't matter whether you live in Houston, Texas, where it's regularly 100 degrees outside or you are in Minnesota where it freezes. A tip for keeping your spider plants looking just lush and healthy is to occasionally walk by and mist the leaves. Get a spray bottle and just spray the leaves every now and then. Now, the third plant on our list is the pothos. Some people say pothos, but I say pothos. I love these plants because they come in a variety of colors. The ones that um, I would recommend for most beginners is the golden pothos. It is a great plant. It has variegated leaves and the leaves grow in almost a trailing pattern. If you're trying to create a jungle look or you are looking for plants that will look amazing whenever they're hanging or grown in hanging pots, then the pothos is for you. If you take care of your pothos and take care of the vines, they can easily reach 10 feet long and then you can wrap the vines around windows, around mantles. Really, you could use them as decorative pieces to really bring that feeling of nature into your home. Now, what's extremely dope about the pothos is that not only is it an easy house plant to grow, but It purifies the air as well. Like other plants on this list that we've mentioned, it can handle a variety of different lighting situations, but I feel like it does best in rooms that are bright. Now, this one's going to need a little bit more water than your spider plant or your snake plant. You don't want to let this one dry out too much. So a quick and easy test to determine when your pothos needs to be watered is to simply take your finger and stick it into the soil right, we're going to go down to about that first knuckle line, all right, right underneath your fingernail. If the soil is dry, when you stick your finger in, then that means that it needs to be watered. One thing I really like to do or, or an easy way to make sure that your plants are receiving the necessary water is to just set up a watering schedule. So once a week, once every two weeks, you could take all of your house plants down and then do something like take them over into the shower. Turn on your shower and just allow the plants to get a good soaking. Now, another thing I love about pothos is that they are extremely easy to propagate. All you're going to do is to simply cut a piece of the vine and drop it into a glass jar and allow that piece to root. Once it roots, you can easily take that and drop it in another pot and grow another plant from it. All right. The fourth plant on this list is aloe. Alright, aloe is probably one of the most forgiving plants that you can grow. It's a member of the succulent family, which means it does not need a lot of water in order to thrive and survive. Now, one thing I love about growing the aloe plant is if you get the right variety, one, you can use it to make all sorts of things, right? You can use it to make any sort of lotion, you can use it to put in your hair, and you can even eat the gel on the inside, and you can even just cut it and put it directly on any sort of minor cuts, sunburns or bruises that you may have. So it's sort of like a dual purpose plant. It's a great way to transition from growing house plants into growing edibles. Now, this plant, the aloe, does prefer bright but indirect sunlight. Now, this aloe plant does prefer bright and indirect sunlight. What's great about it is you can keep an aloe plant in the same container for a few years. Now, a tip. The bigger the container that you place your aloe plant in, the more likely you are to see these pups. Pups are basically like clones, secondary plants. So you're easily able to grab these pups, remove them from the soil, and plant them in another pot. And again, share with a friend or keep it for yourself. Now, if you're going to use the aloe leaves for moisturizer or anything else, make sure that whenever you're removing the leaves of the plant, you only remove at the most one-third of the leaves on the plant. That will make sure that the plant is still has enough leaves so that it can continue with the photosynthesis process and keep growing. Now, the fifth plant on this list that on my list, now you'll see other people say other things, but hey, this is my list. The fifth plant is any sort of dracania. Okay, so this could be the lucky bamboo, for example. I know you've seen this at any nursery or grocery store that you've been to. And if you keep your eyes peeled and you head to some of your big box stores, you can usually find them on sale on the weekends. What makes this Lucky Bamboo a great choice for beginners is that you can grow it in soil or you can even grow it in water once it has substantial roots. Even if you forget to water this plant, all you need to do is just water it one time, boom, and it will bounce back as if it has been healthy this entire time. Another benefit is that this plant can tolerate low light situations. So if you have a kitchen or you have an office that is not bright, you can still grow this plant along with a few others. Now, the lucky bamboo is not the only type of dracania that you can grow. There's another choice. I believe it's called the dragon tree. It looks like a small palm tree, but it can get up to about 10 feet tall. But any plant from this family will have the same characteristics. It's a great plant to get you started with houseplants. So those are five easy houseplants for anybody who is looking to get started bringing in any sort of you know plant life into their gardening space or into their home. And they may not be gardeners. Now, I'm going to list off a few other plants that I think are easy plants, easy house plants for beginners. I'm just going to say them by their common names. And if you want to, you can Google them and look them up. So another one is the cast iron plant. Another one is the Chinese evergreen. Uh, Another one is the holiday cactus. My grandma loves growing these. You can look for a jade plant. You can look for a peace lily. All right, these are usually what you see in all sorts of uh, <laughs> any sort of corporate office. It's almost like the plant that everybody sends as a gift. But yeah, these are another very easy plant to grow and to get started with gardening. I would even say a Monstera. I believe it's called the Swiss Cheese Monstera. That's another great plant for you to get started if you're just trying to get into house plants. And finally is the Bromeliad. So that's a list of easy house plants for beginners. You know what to do. If you like this, enjoyed it, leave me a review, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Until next time, you know what I need you to do. That is to get up off the couch, get your hands in the soil, and just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And... If you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments or send me an email. I grow at Big City Gardener and check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms. Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.